We are continuing today, Mir Hashem, on Shushan Purim in Shar Habitachan. And the Mechaber explains, remember again, we spoke about in yesterday's shir, that the ultimate goal is to become an Oved Hashem. That's the ultimate goal, to become a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How does one accomplish that? Through Bitachon, placing one's trust and sense of security in the Ribbono Shal Olam. And here the Mechaber continues and he says, So, if a person decides instead of trusting in Hashem, he places Bitachon in his own wisdom. Or he places Bitachon, he places his trust in his own efforts and physical abilities. Yiga Lurik. A person will toil for naught. A person will toil for nothing. He says, Because at the end of the day, a person has a finite amount of strength. A person has a finite amount of effort. And the truth is, often what ends up happening is that a person's wisdom or personal power or strength will not be able to allow them to actualize their goals on their own. Locate Chachamim Ba'armam Ba'amar Shabbatay Barav Tachas Hashmash. It's actually interesting. Quotes the Pasuk first from Eov and then from Koheles. So focusing a bit more on this second Pasuk. Shabbatay Barav Tachas Hashmash. So again, the, in the Perish here, he writes, Chazarti Lehizbonin Benasa Ba'olam Azar. Literally again, writes, I looked around all of the different dealings of this world, and ultimately I saw that often things don't truly come to fruition. Because even sometimes a person who is very light on his feet doesn't accomplish everything he wants to. Nor do the strong always win the battle. Nor do wise people always have what to eat. The idea that Shalom Melech is saying is, you know, I've looked around the world and I've seen that even if a person has all of the necessary physical components for success, right? A person has zrizos, a person is willing to work hard, a person is willing to put in effort, a person is wise, a person is strong. Those physical determinants by themselves are not a guarantee of success. So there are people who are very strong, people who are very strong, yet sometimes they're poor and they're hungry. Yet, But those who ultimately put their faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu lack for nothing. So the idea that the Mechaber is trying to point out over here is the danger of putting Bitachan in, one own, in one's own abilities, powers, or prowess. Now again, it doesn't mean that, of course, one shouldn't believe in themselves, of course. What we're talking about over here is, where do you place Bitachon? Where do you place your ultimate trust as, or what is the ultimate source of your success? So what the Mechaber is describing over here is that very often in life, we make the mistake of assuming that our success comes from our own efforts. Our own efforts are necessary to secure success. But at the end of the day, success comes from the Ribbono Shalom. He gives other examples. Maybe a person will go out and put his faith in his wealth. Here's the problem. The problem is wealth can be taken. All right, ultimately again, be given to someone else. Sometimes a person goes to sleep and he's wealthy and he wakes up in the morning and he doesn't have it anymore. So again, the Mechara is explaining people often put their faith in their wealth. If I have money, if I have wealth, then I have security. That's my bitachon. The only issue with that is that it's wrong because you could have wealth one day and it's gone the next. Al-Tiga Lahashir 
ultimately, don't put all of your efforts ultimately into becoming wealthy. Because ultimately, again, if a person puts all of their efforts into acquiring wealth, that takes away some of their time and some of their efforts from spiritual development and spiritual growth as well. And therefore, again, Shalom in Mishle, excuse me, Va'amar Hatoif The incredible part about wealth is that sometimes, like you said before, you could have it, you blink your eyes and it's gone. Va'amar Literally, again, you could acquire wealth and then in the middle of your life, it leaves you. And at the end of your life, you could be left impoverished. Oh, this is actually incredibly profound. Sometimes the other piece, why wealth is not, one should not put their sense of bitachon in their wealth is something very interesting. Sometimes a person has it, they have wealth but the person can't enjoy it. Now, why can't the person enjoy it? Because sometimes a person is stingy, or sometimes a person is always worried about losing their wealth, or perhaps not spending their wealth. So you could have it, you could have it, and yet not enjoy it at all. Sometimes a person has wealth and he, he has everything he needs, but he's so scared to use it, lest he lose it, that he doesn't even enjoy it. So ultimately, sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes ahead and puts into the heart of the sinner that even though he has all of this wealth, he refuses to allow himself to enjoy it, to use it. He says, So the idea, see, you understand the pattern that's happening over here is that the Mechaber is trying to Go through all of the different things in life that people tend to put their bitachon in and to show us how often it's flawed because those things come and go, right? So a person could put their, a person could put their bitachon, a person could put their sense of belief or sense of security, you know, in their wisdom, in their physical prowess. The problem is life doesn't work out that way. There are strong people who lose wars. There are smart people who don't get ahead. And there are people who are light on their feet, but yet still can't accomplish their goals. person could put their faith in their wealth. The problem with that is wealth is here one day and mamish gone the next. He goes on, he says, The Afshar, Shihamamon Sibas Ra'asa Furthermore, sometimes wealth, sometimes wealth could be the source of one's suffering. You know, we often look at wealth as a bracha which of course it can be, as it could enable a person to accomplish many things, enable a person to help out many others. But sometimes, unfortunately, wealth could also be Wealth could also be a source of incredible pain and suffering. So ultimately, again, that there is I saw a terrible sickness underneath the sun. And what is that? Wealth. Wealth that ultimately, again, shamar means is set aside or prepared to ultimately bring about misfortune upon its owners. So the problem, therefore, says the Mechaber, with going ahead and placing your bitachon in wealth is that A, Number one, you can't always hold on to it, right? It's fleeting. And number two, sometimes wealth doesn't necessarily bring with it 
bracha and prosperity in its wake. Sometimes, unfortunately, wealth brings incredible heartbreak and a heart of incredible difficulty. So, of course, we see where the Mechaber is going with all of this. The ultimate conclusion, the ultimate goal is going to be the need to place one's bitachon, one's sense of belief, and one's sense of security in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because all the other things that we tend to place our bitachon in are things often that are finite, fleeting, and to be honest, completely unreliable. So we'll stop over here for today. And the Mirat Hashem will come full circle with this discussion of Mirat Hashem tomorrow. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.